Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the year is over. There has not been a Marvel movie. There has not been any Marvel shows. It's been, honestly, a weird year to even have a podcast about the MCU, so we've been talking about news. And uh, speaking of weird, we have... Our host, one of our OG hosts, it's probably been one of the first episodes since we talked about the non-MCU movies. John is here via Zoom. Hey, hey, John. hey it's it's John. It's This is John. Hey. Are, are you excited? I, I, I mean, I know we podcast every week for our other shows. <laughs> this is you, you haven't you, you haven't been on the Marvel pod in so long. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually at a at a. I'm very nervous. I don't know what to say on said Marvel pod anymore. I thought I thought the Marvel spirit had left me already. Just uh, no, the spirit's coming back, baby. Kind of, kind of like the way uh, you know. Uh, fuck it, shit. I was I'm fucking this up. I was like, you know, the way Doctor Strange would do a a soul stone thing or something. Okay. Or like, yeah. There you go. You're remembering the stones? Yeah, the stones. Uh, that's that's all on. there was, basically. What are the stones? Can you even name them all? It's I think been I'm a year. So soul. You know Soul. Soul. Dixie and Pixar's Soul Stone. Yep. Soul, yeah. Um there's time. There's time. mind. Mind. There is power. Oh, you're being coy. You know them all. And reality. Yeah. <laughs> and and, you know yeah. them all. and space, I guess. Yeah. They're okay. Space. All right. Well, I, I it's been a year. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's been longer than a year since Endgame. And since it seems like the height of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling you that I feel like the constant drip of Marvel news is just to make up for the fact that there are no real Marvel Cinematic Universe things to talk about because the drip has been... The drip has been wet uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this year. <clears throat> Is it wet or dry? I guess I wet. Know. Yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. There's been a lot of teases and a lot of like, you know. Drippy. There's a well, lot of stuff to, uh, I don't know, like in the trades where there's a lot of rumors and yeah. shit like that. Rumors, rumors of rumors, yeah. uh, rumors of war. No, that's, a, that's <laughs> another thing. All right. Well, I thought that this this final episode of 2020, uh, a tough year for a lot of reasons, we would talk about the top five MCU pieces of news. And of course, this isn't scientific. I just pulled this from uh, all of the past episodes and of course, the news of the day. So I'm excited because, uh, John, some of this might be news to you. It, it definitely might be. Do you follow it closely? Are you always like, do you have a Marvel Google alert for news or something? <clears throat> I mean, there's a uh, websites that I follow with like movie news in general that like, you know, there's Marvel news that gets pushed to the top sometimes. So, you know, I may or may not know what you're talking about. So, okay. Oh. How exciting. Yeah. Well, this of course, again, is heavily editorialized. So these are the top five MCU <laughs> uh, movie, or I guess MCU news uh, uh, pieces uh, out this year. We'll start with number five. Maybe I'll put a nice sound. Maybe not. We were running out of time. Five, to five, 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 five. Oh my God. Yeah. The number five piece of news for this year, 2020. Uh, it's kind of cheating, but it's basically the Disney Investor Day conference. And that's the fact that there are going to be 10 new Marvel shows streaming on Disney Plus, along with all of the other things announced. But uh, that's the number five piece of news. There's so much streaming stuff coming for Marvel, uh, including WandaVision, which comes out just weeks from now. Mm-hmm. But what and Loki, uh, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, John, what's like the most, 
what what are you most looking forward to of all of the streaming stuff <clears throat> that Marvel's going to put out? Yeah, I mean, because I don't think I think we we did this on the Star Wars podcast, the Countdown Strikes Back. We talked about the new Star Wars stuff, but I hadn't gotten a chance to speak on the on the record on the mic, I guess, about the Marvel stuff. Um, I'm very excited about. I want to say what if I think what if is premiering sometime this year. And that is um, exciting to me. That's, I guess the animation looks okay. Cause you know, it's it kind of, remi- the animation kind of reminds me of star Wars resistance, which is something that's really hard to get into. But um, I am excited for the fact that we might see like very different takes on the Marvel stories that we know. Cause apparently what if back when it was announced, it was something like, you know, you, you get a movie that already exists in the Marvel universe, like a, in the yeah. MCU. And they just kind of flip it with characters and, you know, plot zombies. Lines, zombies and, you know, stuff, plots basically that didn't happen in those movies that could have gone a different way, you know, due to a, you know, due to them not winning, you know, whatever battle they were fighting or maybe a character end up dying or something. So yeah, that to me is the most interesting thing that I'm looking forward to when it comes to Marvel series wise. That's not to say that I'm not excited for WandaVision or uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but that one I think has to, what if does take the cake as my most anticipated show for 2021. It's going to be super ambitious. And I know that we only saw a trailer and in the trailer we saw, you know, Captain Britain, Marvel zombies. Mm -hmm. We saw, uh, we saw quite a bit of things, but it still didn't show everything because there's a ton of episodes of the show all with the original cast. And I think that we'll get to see so many things that probably happen in comic books i I wonder if there's going to be marvel apes which is i feel like kind of out there but totally possible in an animated series yeah and that would be Um, technically canon because it'd be what if and that's basically in this you know the universe and you get the you get exciting things like you get characters like the watcher who um you know you got watchers and guardians too um but you get an actual like you know watcher character who narrates and you also get um it's kind of bittersweet um possibly the last performance of chadwick boseman True. Yeah. And, and I think that that's something that's really um, special is the fact that this was because it's all voice acting, uh, probably low commitment from I mean, not to say that they aren't working really hard, but low commitment from all from, from all the original voice actors or actors. So it's possible that even though RDJ and Chris Evans, their characters are, are gone uh, in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they can live on in a series like this in what if I'm probably most excited for Loki. I didn't think I was going to be until I saw the trailer and realized just the scope of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like it's done, which is exciting too, uh, which is uh, wild uh, because we'll be seeing it soon. And then probably WandaVision because I, I, it looks like nothing that Marvel has tried before. And it is literally TV shows, which is kind of cheating, I guess, in a way, especially if you're launching a TV show on Disney plus to make a show that is about different TV shows and not parodying them, but making them all alternate realities. That's going to be insane. It's kind of meta. Yeah. In a way. Super meta. I know there's like a found footage one, like the office, probably a sitcom that I hear they filmed in front of a live studio audience, like for reals, like seventies or eighties sitcoms. Yeah. And I don't know what else, but who knows? We, it may end with like a super meta Disney Plus show, which is, I guess, what it is. Um, but yeah, that's our number five story, which is all of the streaming news. And of course, this is just the tip of the iceberg, because as we've seen already, there's going to be dozens of Marvel shows on Disney Plus soon. 
Maybe too much. Who knows? All right. Time for number four. 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 four, four, four. Oh, okay, cool. Echoes are good. Mine squealing on a toilet is not the same noise. <laughs> Um, but the number four is is uh, is a kind of bittersweet piece of news because it was the 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 piece of news that Scott Derrickson was stepping down from the sequel to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and stepping in Sam Raimi. I think maybe one of the OG superhero filmmakers of all time. I don't know yeah. with his Spider Man series. Um, this was a this was really big because not only does is is Marvel usually averse to this kind of drama, this like creative differences type thing, it's happened. But um, I don't think it's ever happened with someone and a sequel before. Edgar Wright uh, had issues with Ant Man, but they hadn't shot you know anything yet. But this was a returning director known for horror, stepping away from a character that he brought to life on screen. And Sam Raimi stepping in, and now we're kind of learning just the scope of what Multiverse of Madness is. I don't know. Are you excited that Sam Raimi is in the MCU, or are you kind of surprised by him returning to, uh, to superheroes? I guess both. You know, I didn't think, you know, Sam Raimi, I'm ex- super excited that Sam Raimi is going in. I think, um, you know, there's, with no disrespect to Scott Derrickson, I think Sam Raimi is one of the perfect people to kind of like handle a, a character like Dr. Strange, which, you know, um, you know, has a lot of mystical and a lot of weird stuff happening that probably couldn't have happened in the first one. Um, but I'm also, I'm very surprised that he was able to kind of just jump back into a superhero universe, especially because he seemed to have left it all on the table when he did the Spider-Man movies. Um, I think it's very, I think we read an article recently about Scott Derrickson saying that, uh, or a tweet, Scott Derrickson saying that he didn't want to make, he doesn't make movies anymore for other people. Like, or he doesn't, he learned this on, on the day the earth stood still, which is like, he doesn't want to be basically like a director for hire, I guess, if he doesn't feel his heart is in it. And I know mm-hmm. this must've been a tough decision for him because he was very passionate about Dr. Strange. He still posts stuff about the first Dr. Strange movie. Like, you know, he'll, He's very, you can totally tell that movie is something that was very dear to him. And the character was very close to him. So for him to step away, must've been a very tough decision, but he does reassure that like, you know, he is a hundred percent on board and behind the fact that uh, Sam Raimi is on this movie. And I think everyone, I think the movie will probably be better than the first one. Cause Dr. Sam Raimi could make some, uh, does make some exciting shit. Yeah, I, I I think that there's something really specific to a Sam Raimi movie visually. Like his his he has a style to his movies. Watch Evil Dead, even watch Oz the Great and Powerful, which is probably his most I mean, it's a Disney movie. Like it's probably his most like uh uh I don't know, like corporate controlled movie, but you know, and I'm not just talking about Dutch angles or like running dollies or anything, but just the way that he shoots things is really exciting and yeah and i and i feel like maybe the scope is bigger because sam raimi is obviously someone who can handle expanding universes he did it with spider-man and he does it a lot even with his uh with his kind of indie horror uh production company but i don't know a lot lot of the casting news out of this and the fact that wanda is in the multiverse of madness and the fact that it sounds like we're talking about alternate dimensions and you really want someone like sam raimi kind of 
uh, I guess, creatively uh, figuring out a, a really good way of introducing that. Because I feel like this Doctor Strange movie might be our introduction to what we assume is going to be a much bigger Marvel, Marvel universe. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a, there's rumors that this will tie in all kind of like the way DC is doing over with their Flash movie, that there's rumors that this movie might tie in, you know, future characters and past characters like you. There's a wow. There's a, you know, there's thoughts that you can probably get. This is how the Spider-Man thing is going to happen or something. Or maybe this yeah. is how, uh, you know, you can bring back, I don't know, previous versions of Fantastic Four or at least allude to them or something like that. And wow. like how you bring back maybe uh, Deadpool. Like maybe you pull Deadpool out of his X-Men universe and he's now in the Marvel Studios because apparently that is actually, you know, that's actually being worked on and. Because Marvel now owns Deadpool, I mean that's Deadpool's going to have to fit in somewhere, and you know that they, they don't just do it just for the sake of it, you know, not anymore. Yeah. So Google Google might be fake news, but Ryan Reynolds is listed as a cast member for Multiverse of, of Madness right now. Uh, yeah, of course, I don't know how that happens. I don't know if Google knows something or what. But you brought up at Fantastic Four, and that's actually our number three. Three, 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 three. Uh, But Fantastic Four, it's kind of there. It's kind of a monolith, and it doesn't really have much news attached to it, other than the fact that the Fantastic Four, the first family of Marvel, is finally coming to the MCU. I know is, but uh, you know there was news on who's directing it. Um, John Watts. John Watts, uh, who, who's making Spider-Man. a lot for MCU right now. But are, are you excited? I mean, this was inevitable, wasn't it? To see a Fantastic Four movie at some point. Do you have any like wish list things you want from this Fantastic Four? Probably the most the most redone uh, team Spider-Man. movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, team movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just hope it's good. I really don't know how you... I know Marvel's going to knock it out of the park and I'm just very curious to see how to do it because, you know, Marvel, the Fantastic Four kind of works better as the first team. Kind of like if it's, it's kind of, if you're making a Batman movie first and then a Superman movie second, like it kind of works when you, because the Fantastic Four in the comics were the first family and like most of their powers and most of the stuff come after the Fantastic Four, as opposed to like in this Marvel universe, it was Iron Man and Iron Man revealed himself. And then that's when everything kind of, you know, there's there's a cause and effect to all that stuff, or the effect of all this stuff is because Iron Man became Iron Man, or you know, if you're being really nitpicky because of Captain America and Captain Marvel or some shit. But, um, yeah, so it's 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 uh, it's interesting to, you know, to think that there's going to be a new Fantastic Four and a new take on it, because there has to be a new take on it, and it's exciting, because, you know, they're, they're essential to the, you know, to the Marvel Universe and the comics, you know, they've you know, Reed Richards is the smartest person ever. Like, you know, he's only, you know, he, he knows, he, I think he knows more than like, than Tony Stark or like, you know, or a Professor X type of person. Like, so having them there and then having, I don't know, it's just crazy. Now that I'm just thinking about it, my mind's kind of like, I'm getting uh, boggled because like, you know, you have to make the thing again. You have to oh, make. Yeah. And then, oh. And you know what? I feel like the, uh, I mean, of course, this isn't controversial or anything, but I think like the Tim Story thing is the best thing. Does that make sense? Like, I think like yeah, yeah. Just the way it looks and I'm, and I'm always like, well, can you just copy one aspect of, of a movie uh, to, to, cause I remember those, those, those thing hands that everyone were smashing together. Like it was, it was the thing and you're right. Like they're going to, somebody is going to try to redesign everything probably in a new way, um, which is good 
But I mean, I don't know. Like we've seen them multiple times already. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing too. It's like maybe you can ignore some aspects of the characters because, like, the way they did with Spider Man, like you don't get an Uncle Ben again. Um, so they could probably just already be a team somehow. I don't know. Like it's 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 very interesting, and I'm very curious to see what they'll do with them. I don't think we're gonna get that movie anytime soon. I think we might be overthinking it. Like it's probably gonna be, if anything, Phase Five. Like it's probably not going to be an actual fantastic four movie for a while but um, it's definitely exciting you you made a good bet i i do feel like we may not get another origin story because that's the choice the mcu made with spider-man we didn't see him get bit by bitten by a spider again but um yeah i just don't under the biggest trope in fantastic four movies is a team that doesn't work together and then figures out how to to work together so yeah uh uh, i think there is something really interesting about a team that maybe has been together for a while and maybe getting tired of each other or I don't know. Like there's, there's, there's a little bit more from that storyline that we haven't seen than, you know, the, the three other Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. Live action that we've seen so far. I think it's tough too. Cause like even Marvel must be, I feel like scratching their head because they already did a team up movie. That's true. They did the Avengers and they did they that did the team. Best one ever. Yeah, exactly. So like, how do you, it's almost like you're trying to you're going to be redundant if you do these same themes. So like, how do yeah. you take an approach like this? Like, yeah, they're, they're a literal family. I get that part, but I mean, huh? I don't know. Shit. So yeah, it'll be exciting. And you know what? Maybe Chris Evans is back, baby. Human Torch again. Hopefully, yeah. He'd <laughs> be the first one to do uh, like three superheroes twice again in succession. But yeah, F four coming to the MCU now. Number two, probably the. Oh wait, hold on. We got to do the noise again. But yeah, number two, 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 two. two, two, two. Almost sounds like a choo-choo train. But number two is probably the thing that I say, I'm saying probably a lot, um, but it's late, everyone. This is, and we've recorded what, three podcasts tonight? This is. Yeah, I guess so. But this is the, this is an untitled movie, but it is what we are probably most excited for. I said probably again, because it's coming out in December of next year. And that is the untitled untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. And the reason why it's number two is the fact that we have quite a cast confirmed and quite a cast non-confirmed, but kind of confirmed. Uh, and that's the Tom Holland movie with Zendaya. And we love the Spider-Man movies, but Benedict Cumberbatch is confirmed to be in it. So is uh, Alfred Molina, Doc Ock himself. Uh, as Doc Ock, my, my, uh, Jamie Foxx as Electro. And of course, the biggest rumor out there is that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire original Spider-Man himself and other Spider-Man and, and side characters like Mary Jane and, um, and, and Gwen, I was gonna say Gwen Stefani, Gwen Stacy, they <laughs> like in this movie too. And that's why it's number two on our list because this is crazy. Do you do? I mean, this does, does something like this work. I feel like Spider-Man has tried multiple characters before, but I guess it's just an into the spider verse thing, isn't it? Or some kind of a live action reaction to that. Yeah. I think that's what the double edged sword is for me. Like as exciting as like, you know, when I read it, you know, and then you're kind of like thinking like, what? Like, you know, just, you know, to have the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man back and to have Andrew Garfield Spider-Man back. Um, it's like, it's mind boggling. And again, your mind, and I guess the, the bitter part about that is that the fact is like, well, they just did Into the Spider-Verse, which Into the Spider-Verse on Sony's, you know, animation um, Marvel movie, it's 
That's a that's an instant classic. Like I don't think you can get to the extremes that you could because of the the fact that it's not animated. But also, like you know, it just seems like a reaction to that. So that's why I get a little scared. Like you know, and then also due to the fact that live action Spider Man movies, whenever they have you know more than three villains, like never work. Um, it's kind of very weird. Um, you know, and especially now that you're literally just trying to cram in the entire <laughs> Spider Man yeah. like pantheon of characters from both old movies and new um, is insane to me. Um, but I can't, you know, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't excited because this is, it sounds pretty ambitious as hell. Like it might, it's very like the odds are against it. Kind of like the way I've said the first, whenever the first Avengers movie came out and when Endgame or infinity war came out, like the odds are definitely against it. And it's up to Marvel to kind of prove us wrong. Do you think Sam Raimi had anything to do with getting uh, the Tobey Maguire generation and doc ock stuff back or i guess in the fray it's cool to think of if that makes any sense like you know i I don't know if that's really what happened or if that might have happened but it's cool to think that like maybe sam Raimi may have talked to especially because mcguire mcguire doesn't really act nowadays he produces some stuff but yeah he's too rich he doesn't need to yeah he um he's too busy gambling and i'm just like wow (laughs) but um please lend me money toby (laughs) mcguire Well, it depends on what you roll. (laughs) He's going to hustle me. Hustle me. What's your hand, Raimi? Oh, my Um, God. Well, uh, Amy Pascal produced all of those, right? Didn't she produce all of Spider-Man ever? So she's also connected to everything. Right, yeah. And it's very just surprising, though, because especially like people like Kirsten Dunst, who I think is confirmed as Mary Jane or something. Um, Kirsten Dunst seems to have been really bitter about – Spider-Man movies that came after her generation. Like she was, she's gone on record saying like, you know, they're milking the cow and you know, how, what do you, what do you think about this new Spider-Man movie? And she's literally said like, who cares? You know, um, it seems like they were all basically just attached to the, to their own franchises. Like, I feel like Garfield was the same way. Garfield, I think was. Maybe, and we're talking Andrew Garfield, not the not grumpy the, cat. Yeah. Not the fat cat. Um, the fat cat. Andrew Garfield is also like someone who was super into it, like the first movie. And then maybe you can tell his, in, because of the way the, the second movie was received, um, he kind of was less interested in it. I think that he was at one point very excited to join the Avengers, like he himself. And I think we would have gotten an Andrew Garfield, like actually like, you know, had he not been fired or actually had he shown up to that meeting, that Sony meeting, he probably would have been the one, hanging out with all like he would have still been our, our spider-man i guess um but it didn't end up happening so then tom holland came around so yeah but i but that just i guess my point being was like at that seemed like he was already removed for the role too like he was kind of like oh that's you know it's in the past yeah, it's, 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 it's insane that they're coming <clears throat> they would come back but i guess you know it's maybe money it's maybe like just reverence for the spider-man icon uh and what it means to a lot of people I don't know, like, to what amount it, is it, this probably isn't going to be a three lead kind of movie. No, this definitely not. Yeah. Tom Holland joint, and especially the way that Far From Home ended, it it's you know his identity has been revealed with uh, friggin' Whiplash. Uh, so I, there's like the the way that even without all of these other Spider Men, this was already going to be a Spider Man movie like we've never seen before. Very high stakes and now it just seems like i don't know do you feel like any of this is a spoiler already just even confirming would you much rather have not known that 
all of the other characters from the Spider-Man universes were going to be in this? I mean, I, yeah, I guess I would have not known that not knowing that would have always been the, you know, the really cool part. Optimal, then, yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, in this day and age of the internet, everything was going to be spoiled kind of anyway. Um, we still might be thinking on, you know, we might be on the wrong thought though. You get what I mean? Like I it yeah. probably is going to go very different than what we think is going to happen. Like maybe these, it's very likely that these other Spider-Man are going to be cameos. Like, you know, they're just very, yeah. you know, yeah, and, I think that, yeah. If it's any good, it should be something we haven't talked about or not, you know, and I, and I feel like, yeah, this, a lot of this drip, 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 like I said before, is probably just to get everyone in theaters again, Mm -hmm. whenever this movie does come out. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see, but remember how often they played Spider-Man jumping on that car for civil war or for, for Captain America civil war. Um, Like he was in every trailer, even though technically he was in the movie for maybe 10 minutes. So, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. we might learn more possibly and I'm not sure how they're coordinating this. Cause at the end of the day, this is a Sony project, but you know, um, Feige said that there is going to be something on new year's day or new year's wow. Eve, like where it's some Marvel musical and they will have some more announcements or something like that. So maybe, Oh my God. Maybe pretty yeah. soon. Well, a year from now or less than a year from now, because December 17th, 2021, that's when this movie comes out, which means a lot of it's probably already filmed I said probably, probably again, uh, hopefully safely during during the pandemic. But this is this is something that's moving already. It's already happening. Uh, but that was our number two. Now it's time for our number one. One, 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 one. Peace, peace, peace. News. And it's a little, it's not a little, it's very sad. And something that impacted the MCU in the biggest way. And that is the death, the untimely death of Chadwick Boseman, who is the Black Panther. Now, obviously, there's going to be a Black Panther 2. We don't know what that's going to look like. It's going to come out July 8th, 2022. But I can't think of anything that has impacted the MCU more than Chadwick Boseman, who's just an amazing guy, an amazing actor. I think I was talking about how Ma Raimi, I, I can't stop thinking about that movie because he does such a great job with August Wilson's play just as an actor. Yeah. But this, this this impacts um, the MCU so much just because of, of, of how much of the future of the franchise, uh, not just Black Panther, but just the future, I think, of what Disney wanted to do was represented by his his performance and just his role. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's the number one news story. It's kind of a bummer. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, but you're totally right though. I think this shakes up, um, this shakes up everything. I think even on a, you know, not even, I mean, I'm, I'm sure like on a, even on a personal level of knowing the guy, like, you know, who was a great guy, you know, he's had amazing, you know, amazing roles. You can totally tell he was a hero on screen and off screen, you know, um, you know, it probably bums people out. Like, you know, this, like they're his co-stars and, you know, maybe, maybe people aren't feeling it the way they would be in the future. You know, I can, you know, how do you, the, I don't know how the Black Panther two sets going to be like whenever they go back to work and stuff like the, you know, obviously again, we lost a great man and not a, you know, not a character and stuff, but it's, it's got, it's, it's a huge bummer. <laughs> you you yeah. get what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not like, you know, no one will ever be the same from it. Especially yeah. like, you know, the people close to him and, you know, and these productions, like it's, it's wild to, to me, if I'm speaking frankly, that they're actually continuing the franchise. I know a lot of people on forums and stuff are, you know, saying that, you know, the character should be bigger than the actor playing him and stuff like that. But I think out of sign of respect, it's, it's very surprising to me 
that they are continuing it so soon because 2022 is now almost next year now. Yeah, and, film like in a months, months from now. They yeah, have to months be. from now. Yeah, exactly. So it's um, it's wild to to know that there's more coming from that. But you know, in a way, it is. I, I don't know if it's touching or not, but it is. It's really cool to to see that they're not recasting him. I guess you know because yeah. that, that role is his and was his. So. Yeah, not recasting, not using the weird CGI thing that Star Wars does yeah. <laughs> often. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, yeah, that it's a good call. I I understand if they're doing this as a memorial or maybe as a as a symbol to the power of, of Black Panther continuing on. Um, but I also feel like this, especially in the hands of Ryan Coogler, can be something incredibly touching and moving. Because the special part about Black Panther is there is literally a moment that you can that the characters go to the to the world of their ancestors to the leaders that have passed on, and I can't and that's just to me like just a level of of I don't know like I I it is just crazy to think that a director or writer is even thinking about that considering the main actor has died in the in real life does that make sense yeah and they're like could very well visit him in another realm and have it be an incredibly touching moment like I, with whatever b-roll footage they have does that make sense like it's it's kind of insane that that this is this is the that's possible in the black panther universe yeah uh, and i i think we might get something incredibly incredibly moving but yeah but that's it that's our top five mcu stories of 2020 again with no movies so i i would be I mean, John and I love the movie so much. We go all the time. Obviously, not now. Um, we might have actually—I don't know—we might, we might have actually th- snuck in three or four up until March this year. Um, but it—we're uh, super excited to go back when it's safe. But in the meantime, watch Wandavision and all the Disney Plus stuff. We'll find out by Black Widow, I guess, whether we should go back. But hopefully, we talk more MCU this year. Yeah. Um, hope- I mean- there's uh, more movies coming this year too. So like, or the movies start up again, you know, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals. So those are the three for this year. We haven't seen a single damn trailer for Shang-Chi or Eternals. Uh, yeah, they're playing it pretty close to the chest. And I think um, that's a good thing. Like, you know, because um, I feel like we might see something about Spider-Man and that comes out later than all those movies. Yeah. Um. So, but Sony's going to Sony at the end of the day. And so it's whatever it's their It's their choice really. Well, John, thanks for being on the pod. Thanks for returning to us here on uh, what I call a home, a nice, a nice home. Awesome. Awesome. I thought you forgot the name of the podcast and you're just like, what I call. (laughs) Uh, John, do you have anything to plug to our hundreds of thousands of listeners? Ooh, I haven't been on this platform in a while. Um, John, be careful. These plugs, they mean a lot. Uh, Now I'm nervous. Now I just don't want to plug anything. Anyway, um... Plug uh, or a plug. I'm telling myself to plug. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> listen to all your Delphin Pod podcasts. Listen to Revenge of the Sequel, The Countdown Strikes Back, Countdown to Infinity, um, Dirt Sheet Radio. Anyway, listen to a bunch of these podcasts. <laughs> um, you know, we're still in a pandemic. Please stay inside. Um, wear a mask if you have to go out. Um, so, you know, just be safe. Wash your hands. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, you guys have a nice new year. And mm. we'll see you back whenever um, I'll probably see you back here on Countdown to Infinity when a movie comes out. But there's going to be loads of, you know, Marvel contact, uh, Marvel content coming towards you. Um, if you do want to listen to more of me, you can switch over to 
Countdown Strikes Back, which we were going to be talking some M- uh, some MCU, some Star books. Wars, uh, yeah, Star Wars books, the High Republic. So the Countdown Strikes Back High Republic edition is, I think, yeah. what's going to be the name. Yeah. And we were during uh, when John hasn't been on this pod, we recorded an entire damn season of Revenge of the Sequel. So uh, go listen to that for yeah, sure. Andrew's yeah. been on most of the episodes of those too, if not all of them, for this mm-hmm. new season. Uh, but yeah, everything that John said, support the pod, go to patreon.com slash dolphin pod. Stay safe. Hope that you, you know, pat yourself on the back. You made it through 2020 and on to better things soon. Uh, thank you so much. Bye-bye everyone. Later. Bye.